Oh, it's kind of like Vincent Price. Okay, yeah, that's that's actually from uh, Fright Night. Oh, really? Welcome yeah. to Fright Night. Yeah. So I just, I just the um the act the actress that I've been sweating. I think I told you. I think I talked about it in the last cast. She's going to be in the new Fright Night. She's been doing like um, she's been doing like a lot of like horror movies. I guess like that's her um passion. I didn't even know there was another Fright Night in the works. Yeah, it's in um production right now. It's um she I just found out about because I saw that she signed on to it. I think it's uh they're in production of it right now. Um so uh I mean it might still be a year or two be before you know it comes out in theaters or whatever. Or I don't even know if it will be in theaters, to be honest with you. But yeah, there is a current Fright Night that's in production right now. So yeah, I love those movies. Yeah. Uh, so welcome to Fright Central. Uh, I'm Doc. That's Keck. Uh, I, can... I always do like a real sloppy introduction. <laughs> Let's back that up. Welcome to Fright Central. I'm Keck here with Doc. And tonight we're going to be talking requels. Yes. Requels. Is that an official term or is that just something that you coined it? That I heard from Scream. If you remember, they say it in Scream, and I was like, "Oh, that makes a lot of sense to call it a requel." Yeah, I didn't. I wasn't. I'll be honest with you. I wasn't like really like in depthly like following the dialogue in Scream. Like, you know I mean, like <laughs> I, I wasn't. I wasn't watching it for like it's um you know uh, brilliant writing or anything like that. But uh, so so. Scream is the requel of Scream is the first time you ever heard that term? Yes, that was the first time I heard it. Uh, yeah, when I think it was in the group, you know, it, when he, in each movie they kind of explain the rules of like in the second one, when the first one they explain horror movie rules, the second one they explain sequels, third one it's trilogies, uh, I think the fourth one they explain like reboots or remakes, and then this one they were explaining sequels that kind of ignore the other ones but uh it makes it like a direct sequel to the first one but then they can uh bring back some legacy characters yeah and they like quoted a couple different movies in it and yeah i thought that was i was like oh that kind of makes sense to name it that and I, when i thought about it i was like oh this is kind of a this is kind of a recent trend that uh, a lot of horror films have done and then i was looking deeper into it and i realized that it's not really the first time it's been done before uh when you think about sequels that were made that just like straight up ignore its predecessor like uh jaws of revenge ignored 3d oh uh, a lot of people ignored uh jaws 3d i mean i personally thought revenge. jaws 3d was awesome that's the one with um I believe that's the one with lewis gossett jr i'm a big fan of his he was um he was in the uh he made an appearance in uh, Watchmen, the HBO version of Watchmen. Yeah, yeah. and he and was Dennis, uh, and Dennis Quaid played. Uh, yeah, uh, yep. Mike Furry, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, and he was he was in all the Iron Eagle movies. It was fun. And Cobra Kai, Johnny's watching. He's all obsessed with the Iron Eagle. Oh, yeah. Movies. yeah. So, um, all right. So, requel came from that, and you know, I was surprised with Scream that um, that. I figured they were going to get David Arquette or Courtney Cox, but I did, wasn't sure if they were going to get David Arquette and Courtney Cox because I didn't know anything about that because I, 
I'm not certain a bit about this, but I thought I remember, I know they were married and I knew they got divorced and I thought the divorce was like, kind of like, um, like not on the most amicable of terms. And not only did they get both of them, but they kind of like, they got married in the movies yeah. And then yeah. got divorced in the movies, obviously. And they kind of played themselves and they were talking about how like they missed each other and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So like that was um, that was interesting that they were able to get the both of them to sign on for that. I don't know. Maybe they really do miss each other. Wouldn't it be something if they got remarried after doing the scream movie <laughs> and then we're, yeah. you know. Well, obviously, I guess David Arquette would not be able to do uh, the next requel of Scream if there is another one. I'm assuming yeah, it's they, probably going. Yeah, they announced. They announced. They, they've Scream. already announced it. They announced Scream Six to come out next year, and like oh, wow. the way the the Scream movies are, it's like they all kind of parody like the recent trend in movies. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they made fun of sequels they made fun of uh, trilogies they made fun of the whole reboot remake and then now they're making fun of requels like what are the, what what's next what do you think they make fun of next well i don't you know it's interesting because the one thing that they had a, how big was the gap between scream 4 and this was scream 5 the one that just came out yeah. this was the fifth one uh, much, I it was about 10 years right yeah i would say at least 10 years yeah, at least 10 years four. yeah I think, yeah, wasn't Scream 4 like something like 2008? So uh, 2011. So oh, 11 all right. So all right. Yeah. 10 years, 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. 11 years, whatever. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, a good, a good decade between movies. So like, so, I think that's what they should do with Scream 6. Just give it another, at least another five to 10 years and then see what kind of the trend in horror movies is at the time. And then like, then make another one. Like making a sequel to, to this right away just doesn't, I don't know, I don't yeah. know what they're going to do, so I'm interested. Well, the thing is, is they're going to be interest in that franchise in five or ten years, though. But, you know, I'm actually surprised that there was interest in it um, a decade later. Yeah, um, exactly. But, you know, they were able to get away with it because it was a decade later. I mean, I'm assuming that a lot of the people that probably went to see this Scream movie, like, probably... I'm thinking like a large percentage of them probably didn't had never even seen the other uh, Scream movies. Yeah. You know, it would have been so long ago. And, you know, if you weren't like a horror fan, like, you know, 10 years is a long time to yeah. kids these days. That's like old movies. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, well, but the good thing about this one is like uh, it doesn't quite ignore the sequels to it but it does feel like a more direct sequel to the first one yeah it because does. they mention you know characters from the first one directly so like you could have not have seen all the ones set in between and just seen the first one and you, just, and you would know what you would be able to understand it easily i mean there are characters that show up in the new one that um were introduced later on in the series but they weren't major you know characters in this really so like you can kind of overlook that but yeah if you'd never seen any of the other ones and just went and watched the first one you could easily follow along uh, or or i mean it's also a situation where like um you could have watched the uh new scream movie and never seen any of them and uh now go back 
and watch the first Scream movie or, you know, just watch the um, was uh, what comes after trilogy. The, um, the, the I don't know what it I don't know what it was like. The it was the remake technically. Yeah, I'm thinking like, yeah. you know, you have a sequel, then the trilogy and I'm yeah, wondering quadrilogy. the four quadrilogy is what it would yeah. be. Yeah. So, I yeah. mean, you know, maybe some people would go back and well, I could see people definitely going back and watching the first movie, but I got to tell you before watching um this scream, I think we well, you went back and watched the whole quadrilogy. I yeah. just went back and watched um certain scenes from the first scream movie that I remember really liking, like when Rose McGowan gets caught in the garage door. Like yeah. because you know, <laughs> at, at that time she was like a real popular like you know, she was um very popular um around the men too because you know she was so gorgeous and like you know she was like a big sex symbol at the time and i remember thinking like you know i i, I like that movie just for her being in it. and i remember that scene being like funny like i remember i knew it was like bad because she like kind of gets like stuck in the door and like she can't get out because she's like busty and yeah <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I remember like seeing that in theaters and laughing and like thinking like oh yeah that's cool but like i didn't remember how terrible it was it wasn't good at all like yeah. i remember it being like kind of well done but like funny like it wasn't well done it wasn't really funny it was just bad yeah, when I looked back on it, I thought it was a more serious take of like, you know, slasher movies. And then when I went back to rewatch them, I got like a whole new perspective. And I was like, oh, okay, these are fucking satire. Like, I see what they're going for now. Like, it's supposed to be a terrible scene. Like, yeah, I just meant like certain, like, well, see, here's where I would like disagree a little bit because, um, with the first scream, Drew Barrymore's performance, I remember people, I was in high school and I remember the next day, um, I remember uh, talking about it in school with people the next day and they were talking about Drew Barrymore's performance and see, she acted the hell out of that. And when people saw her in that movie, like they assumed that she was going to be like a major character in that movie. And she gets eliminated in the first 10 minutes of the movie in like a really brutal, horrific, like stabbing fashion. It was like really shocking to a lot of people. And she like overacted the rest of the movie you know she put all the other actors to shame because like her character was very serious and she displayed like what i would call like legitimate terror so like when i had seen that in theaters the girls that i with particularly were like oh my god like you know they were just like really shocked by it so i mean i guess i would my difference of opinion would just be like drew barrymore's performance in the first 10 minutes of that movie made me think that like oh wow you know this is going to be like a really like intense horror movie like you know it's going it's not going to be just like another slasher movie and i remember thinking that mask was mad terrifying the first time i saw it 
like when he killed Drew. Like, I remember thinking like, oh, wow, you know, this is not going to be like, you know, another teen movie. Like, you know, this is going to be something serious. Although I don't think the teen movies, I think Scream actually like gave way to the teen movies. But um, so I thought her performance was like, you know, real intense. Like I thought it was going to be like a, you know, a brutal type of movie. And then it kind of just like, fell apart from there and then turned into the satire so i thought her performance was kind of like disproportionate to the rest of the movie i yeah, still like it though i could see that but yeah like well it's it's a satire not a parody like it's it's yeah. a serious movie that makes fun of like it's it's a it's also like a horror comedy as well yeah but uh like it's What's the first kind of a mix of things so it's like they first it's a serious one horror movie. rules though because it was the first so the first one wasn't able to make fun of itself right it, it was making fun of horror tropes yeah yeah and but then the second the, one yeah. kind of makes fun of uh the first one first with one the and then movie. from there on yeah yeah okay. with the whole in movie of stab and then it makes fun of you know sequels and stuff like that so, yeah yeah they like yeah it's they're all i mean it and it's also like a serious horror movie because it like creates uh, like a new villain where, where it can be anybody under that mask it's not just one unstoppable killer it can be anybody you know under there because of the voice changing in the mask so yeah that, like that's really clever as well like so i just i don't i don't know i just got a new perspective for it and then i enjoyed all the sequels like later on like when uh like the second one i think it was or, or the third one when they go like it the cold opening is when they go to see the movie stab and it's like jada Pinkett smith and omar epps and they're talking about how like black characters always get killed first in movies and then they end up being the two that get killed first in the movie too yeah yeah and they, they were talking about like the black horror tropes and like it opens with that scene and like right away it tells you that like yes, this is going to make fun of all those horror tropes and then also do them <laughs> at the same time, you know what I mean? There, so. there was something that came out like a few years ago um, and it was sort of like a documentary um, about the role of um, African-Americans in horror. And yeah, it's called Horror like, Noir. We both, yeah, like yeah. literally, like literally Noir. So um, yeah, I remember, I, re I know we both had seen it and uh, I, I thought that was interesting because, you know, that's the first thing you think of when you have like, when the cast is like primarily white in horror movies, you see the black person there. Oh, like, oh, black well, here's yeah. father for the camera. <laughs> like, yeah. Here's the first one to go. And um, that was the one thing that the one sort of like cool thing I thought that the Wayans did do with like the scary movies, but like, that's pretty much the only thing. Like, I, I mean, I, I gotta tell you, like that was another reason like why the, um, scream movies were like kind of labeled in my mind as just complete shit because of yeah. like that scary because movie they were parodies that they didn't realize that yeah. they were parody in a satire which is like yeah. a really weird thing it's like they almost didn't get it like a lot of people did like i didn't get it at the time like and uh and it seemed like they almost didn't get it so like they were making fun of that when that's already making fun of other horror movies yes. so it's like yeah i think yeah. the second one act and, and like the later ones kind of like made fun of other horror movies that had just came out that time so it kind of expanded a little bit but that's kind of what the first 
scary movie should have been and not just like the first one's like a straight up parody of a of that of it doesn't that. Really include a lot of the other ones i remember that one being the only scary movie that i liked with uh yeah. anna ferris and um I remember after the first scary movie, um, the ones that followed became like, like really kind of like disgustingly sexual to me. And from coming from me, that's like saying a lot because like (laughs) usually I can go for that, but like it became like, I remember like seeing some of them with like, and us all being like, Oh God, like that's just fucking foul. You know what I mean? It was like all like, um, it was shock humor. You know, it was yeah. like toilet humor. It was just really gross. And uh, I remember like thinking in my head, like um, when you had told me you were um, going to go see the new Scream movie, I went back in my mind and like I had the scary movies and the Scream franchise kind of jumbled in my head so yeah. that I wasn't even sure what was in Scream and what was in Scary Movie. So, <laughs> like, I, I remember, because I remember thinking um, that Anna Ferris was actually in Scream. <laughs> I really yeah. did. I thought she, I thought it was Anna Ferris and Nev Campbell, Rose McGowan, and then um, Courtney Cox and, you know, David Arquette. But I remembered Anna Ferris being in the first Scream, but she was actually, um, that was actually the first time I think I ever remembered seeing Anna Ferris in anything was in a scary movie. Yeah, me too. Uh, uh, yeah, but I think that's a, like, I think scary movies, another reason why, like, a lot of people will kind of like uh, push uh, scream aside. The yes, little, like I agree kind of about it is because they, because of the same reason you just said, like they kind of think of it like as making fun of this movie, so they make it sounds like that movie is really bad. But in fact, it it's supposed to be that way. You know what I mean? Like that's what they were kind of going for. So yeah, it's a it's another one of those things. Um, I mean, I would argue also that the Scream movies, like, I I get what you were saying. Like, I know they were kind of, like, making fun of themselves in the later ones and the whole horror trope. But, like, I also would argue that the scary movies just weren't very good in general. Like, I I know what they were trying to do. And, like, I can kind of appreciate that. But, like, I thought the acting, writing, and casting in the... um, future ones to come were just like not very good so for someone that's like seeing um scream for the first time and has never seen any of the other ones i think it would be good for them to go back and watch the original i think that would be cool i would probably stop there or they might be lucky enough to be watching scream for the first time and not have seen any of the scary movies not know anything about the scary movies i think that would be even more fresh for them yeah I, I would definitely movie. recommend not watching the scary movies. Yes, exactly. It, yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, if you have no idea what the scary movie franchise is, I, I kind of wish I was you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. They so it it kind of was taking the uh, the trend from the more successful um, recent uh, requel, which was the Halloween. Which I got, I got yeah. Halloween Kills and uh, Halloween yeah. Ends coming soon, and they even said like they were like, yeah, like even after that, we, we'll probably do something else with uh, the. <laughs> like, you think? So they might just do another like reboot 
thing again. Who knows? Like that, how, Michael Myers is never going to die as long as there's so much interest in that character. And maybe the next scream will kind of make fun of like sequels to requels or something like that. You know what I mean? Michael Myers' character, like, I don't know. I, I felt like Michael Myers' character was cool because like he was like human. And like in the first, like, in the first one and then you know he dies in the second one and like i guess like he could have survived that explosion because i thought the franchise was going to die because in halloween 3 you know there was no michael myers yeah so i thought they were just going to and i think this was actually the plan for a while and i think we talked about this yes but they were not going to be michael myers movies anymore it was the first and the second one then they had the third one and then halloween 4 was originally not supposed to have michael myers it was supposed to be a whole nother story yeah, yeah. i the think backlash, that was fucking awesome yeah but the backlash from three and everybody wanting michael myers, michael myers it brought them back to it so yeah the studio realized oh we're, we're not going to make money if we don't go back to this and i think that they kind of like made it as a financial decision um, yeah and it's crazy because uh halloween three is like and i'm not going to beat this again because i talked about already but halloween three is like a great halloween movie it might yeah. be my favorite of the entire franchise because you know yeah. but uh you know but michael myers he was um now the rob zombie ones where he did it like that's cool because that was like a reboot uh, yeah you know i mean but like Reboot. i liked it that michael myers was mortal he could be killed he drove a car yeah i remember john after being locked up for like 30 years he somehow (laughs) came out and knew how to fucking drive well you know you got it that he was intelligent and stuff like that like you know he was an intelligent psychopath like you know what i mean and all his years in a mental asylum like who knows he could have been watching television or like people in prison reading books like you could feasibly learn how to drive an automobile by reading um, it just seemed like whenever they showed like you know him in a, a, back in an institution or something like that he like he was just straight quiet staring all the time. at the wall yeah just, yeah and just in isolation and not doing anything so but did we see that in the first one in the original not the not the uh reboot with the rob zombie but yeah when original, he broke out i don't think you see his time in the i think it's just time. the transfer it yeah. starts with him being transferred so he kills his think- sister he goes into the asylum and they don't really show him in the asylum in the original movie I don't know, but um, they show they when he in the movie that like he hasn't spoken to anyone. And yeah, just like I know, um, Donald Pleasance, like you know, he mentions like uh, his about his time. He was the know, best thing Myers. about those movies, his performance. Yeah. With it, yeah, and that's like I did kind of like the uh, the the new um Halloween Kills when it kind of like went back to that night and it kind of was editing in. You know Donald Pleasance and the cops yeah. raiding like the house and capturing him. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, they did a they did a good job of that. Like the the effects were pretty good. At that it didn't it didn't look cheesy at all. It didn't it, it looked didn't like even it look was dated. It looked like it belonged. Yeah, it looked like it was footage they just like found yeah. from back then. And like yeah, it's like oh yeah, we have this extra footage that Carpenter never used. Let's include it. Yeah, it was well done. And so the next one is going to be Halloween ends. Yeah. But it doesn't uh, go back to like they plan, to milk, they plan to keep milking it. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, but going back, the uh, Halloween four ignores three and then HTO uh, Halloween H2 
2.0 ignored uh, four, five, and six. Well, I think we should say, though, how it's not like Halloween four ignores three as much as three just ignored the rest of the franchise. Yeah, that's true. So, (laughs) but like uh, four is the technically the direct sequel to two. But then uh, there was four, five, and six, and then H2O came out and they ignored the events from four, five, and six and brought uh, Jamie Lee Curtis back. Was Halloween H2O the one with Busta Rhymes? God, that one was bad. that, I think that one might have been Resurrection. Oh, okay. Where he like jump, where he like karate kicks Michael Myers. Yeah, yeah. They, all I know is that they I go back which to the one house. It was. Like I remember the trailer. It was like they go to the house. Little did they know that the house belongs to him. Dun 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 dun. dun. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it, it. My God, Halloween Four was terrible. Halloween Five was awful. I remember like Halloween H. H2O being like a slightly redeeming one, but like also very, very bad. But Michael Myers drives in it. He he like rides that one chick down off the road, you know, hard <laughs> yeah. drive. So I mean, I don't know. Yeah, like, that resurrection was bad, and that's when they like let Rob Zombie uh remake remake it. And then he did the, the first one had really good reviews, and the second one didn't do too well. And then they were like, the, All the right. second one was not good. I mean, yeah. the second one just yeah. wasn't good. He should have stopped at the first one. I thought he did a really good job remaking that one, and yeah. he shouldn't have kept going. But, uh, you know, anyway. I mean, well, speaking of things that probably should not have kept going kind of, like, leads us into the other requel, I guess, that you uh, kind of plagued me to watch. Oh, fucking Texas Chainsaw. <laughs> I told you you didn't have to watch it. I was like, you, you don't have to. Like <laughs> after I had seen it. Yeah, well, you. Yeah, well, I mean, I knew when you told me it was bad, I knew it was gonna be really bad. <laughs> but like, I yeah, think- instead of me going like, "Eh, you could watch it," like I was like, "Nah, you probably should." <laughs> I actually think that it was good that you said that because when you told me how bad it was, it drove my expectations down so low. Like I'm talking about like um, Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 2 when you went on that one like half hour <laughs> rant on that podcast when me and Jamie just like stopped talking and let you go on. <laughs> um, like my expectations were so low that like the movie actually did surprise me like there were some really like there was a couple clever kills i'll give you that yeah when he snapped that guy's wrist for the first kill in the movie and then he stabbed the guy in the neck with his wrist bone yeah in the uh in the cop car in the beginning yeah it it was like she's like pretending to be dead yeah yeah, i like that like it, well, it was like an ambulance slash sheriff. I don't oh, know yeah. if it was actually, I don't know if it was an ambulance, but they were giving her medical attention in the uh, thing. And he was in there like trying to save his mom. And yeah. uh yeah, the guy, the cop, like, you know, when she's obviously dead, the guy's like, you know, stop rattling the oxygen tank. She's gone. He puts his hand and uh Leatherface, who is not wearing Leatherface, who seemed to age really really well um you know grabs the guy by the hand and snaps his wrist exposing his open wrist bone and then proceeds to take that and start stabbing him in the jugular with his wrist bone i was like 
all right well you know that's a good start yeah that's <laughs> like, what i thought know, too like, that and then was... i feel like it was downhill from that scene like yeah because then the well the, the uh, ambulance like crashes and like he kills the other cop and she pretends to be dead and like drags him out and then that's what he's out, out there cutting the face off but then like yeah. he, he comes back and ends up like murdering her as well and i was like all right so far so good i, I didn't really like the uh the story which this one is a direct sequel to the first one now there's four different timelines have you realized this it goes the original timeline which is one two uh leatherface then um um next generation and then you get the remake timeline which is chainsaw massacre the beginning which came out after the uh remake uh text chainsaw massacre but that acts as a prequel to it so it goes text chainsaw massacre the beginning then text chainsaw massacre you know the 2003 2006 ones then there's a reboot timeline where the it's called Leatherface that came out in 2017, which Jesus is a prequel Christ, yeah, to you the, pay a lot of attention to this shit, man. Yeah, <laughs> which is a prequel to the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and then they made a direct sequel to that, which was Texas Chainsaw 2013, also known as Texas Chainsaw 3D. Now this one is called the Legacy Timeline. And it's a direct sequel to the original Texas Chainsaw. Wait, the, the but the first reboot. That was the one that we talked about that was like all like kind of centered more around like Jessica Biel's ass than it was about the actual story. Yes. That was yeah. the one that, we that, all went, the... that they like put her butt on the cover and like feature that like kind of like obnoxiously throughout the movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like... That was the remake timeline. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that, that, I, I didn't get that. a sequel. That one got a prequel. Mm -hmm. yeah and then they rebooted it and made a prequel to the original and then a sequel to the original and then this <laughs> one a fucking whole new thing i think this is one of the messiest like timelines there is like trying to keep track of it luckily somebody made a whole uh diagram and I, I just don't I like it that it's just about it. money it's just about money it's just about making the studio money like yeah. they don't give anything into the writing they don't try to be clever you know like we just said like you know they they reboot the one based around the fact that jessica beale has like one of the nicest asses for any white girl in history they're <laughs> like well you know we don't really have like <laughs> much writing to put into it i was just watching a documentary about texas chainsaw massacre part two i watched it afterwards and they were talking about like they were talking about how at first nobody wanted anything to do with it but they like started attracting attention to it because they were like we have a totally different vision for this movie the family is going to be full-on eccentric like we're going to be rebooting this from a totally different perspective unlike the first one and we think it's going to work we have some really clever writers in it they had gotten tom savaney to sign on when he had a nine-month-old daughter he read the script he loved it he went out there with his nine-month-old daughter who was on set um and the conditions were terrible they said that like um when they were filming underground uh in Austin there, like on location, that was like 125 degrees sometimes on set. Um, you know, it, I, it was just brilliant. Like I really loved, I know a lot of people did not understand Texas Chainsaw Massacre part two, but I mean, I liked it more than the original. Yeah. And, so um, he was probably my favorite one too. Yeah, They had the ability to do that, but nowadays you just don't see that. Like, it's just whatever makes the studio money, like, fuck it. You know, we're just going to use the Texas Chainsaw Massacre name 
game. And I also really, what I really didn't like about this one too, is they took the topic of gun violence. That's like a real problem in schools t today that, um, I mean, it's fucking, it's a fucking epidemic in schools today, but, um, and they took a serious subject like that and they put it in this terribly written movie and gave one of the main characters like her background being like that she was involved the in spider. a shooting yeah. and like you know so they took like a very serious subject and put it into this total piece of shit that like wasn't serious at all and i i just really i, I really did not enjoy that yeah, and the whole like, oh, we're gonna buy up this like town that like Leatherface just been living in with like some random old lady who adopted him because his, and he his didn't finally age. got captured, but he didn't. He did not age. Like yeah, and somehow he did not age. He looked like when they when you get glimpses of his face, he doesn't look like an old man. He just yeah, it's not like, the same actor either. Yeah. It's not the same uh, um, woman who later comes in the the show that's supposed to be the uh, chick that survived the first one was well, that the same actress it's not the same actress it's not the, the same actress the, the, the actress in this one was the uh the woman from uh mandy i think it was uh nick cage's wife that gets uh kidnapped and, and murdered in that movie i believe no that's no, no, no 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 oh yeah she's she's not the woman that played nick cage's wife well um, i think she was in the cult she was in oh, maybe yeah she was yeah. in the cult yeah okay, she was the yeah. one that like um the guy was telling her like if you don't do what i say you'll never ascend she was oh, part yes. of the cult yeah, i'm yeah. pretty sure you're but yeah but she's not the um she's not yeah the but, but yeah it's like it. it's her so it's like yeah it's a, it's technically a recall because they're it's a sequel to the first one and they bring back legacy characters but they're not bringing back the actors to play them no. Like, so it's kind of like, uh, it, it, I didn't think it worked as well. No, it did not work. As well. And like in the big scene that everyone was talking about, oh, the school bus scene, it's so brutal, so brutal. I thought that was the dumbest fucking scene. The, yeah, like, I mean, it kind of reminded me of um, Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2 when Freddy um, is like chasing down the students. And I mean, that was an absolutely awful movie, so it's comparable. But there was a scene with Freddy on the school bus um, and it like gave me like a vague recollection to that. But uh, yeah, I didn't think that it was very well done at all. It wasn't yeah. like um, I enjoyed... Um, the Freddy versus Jason, when Jason goes to the rave and just starts like uncharacteristically coming out of and like hacking, because you know, Jason's more of a stealth killer. He, yeah. like the predator, he hunts you down one by one by one, sometimes two by two, but usually he slowly hunts down till like he gets to the point where there's like only like a couple survivors and then he reveals himself. And yeah. when he does that thing in the rave where he's like on fire and he's killing all the Ravers. like i thought that worked great and that movie. yeah that's one of the best instances of a uh, a killer in a movie that like kills a group of people at the same time that's like one of one of my favorite ones that i can think of especially out of you know uh freddie or or michael or uh, even uh, leatherface like yeah and mostly all those buses like obviously they it wouldn't have worked for this scene but like most of those buses are like required to have an emergency exit yeah because of like it's like regulation 
for almost all those buses to have an emergency exit. Like they have to be by law put in there. It's like, I believe it's a federal regulation. So like there was no emergency exit on this one, like old ass eccentric bus where they brought all these people to a fucking like dead town in Texas. Like they happened to have the one bus that did not comply with state or federal regulations. Like, <laughs> yes. just, I don't know. Maybe I'm digging into it too hard, but that bothered the hell out of me. Yeah. But yeah, that's, I just didn't think that scene was very good. And like, then when the, the the chick who was who's the survivor from the first one shows up and like she has the chance to kill him and then like doesn't for fucking some reason after she's been waiting yeah. this entire time. She to wanted it, to like, like save her the moment, I guess. And then still like kind of let him go for a minute. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's like, wait, why are you not killing this dude that you've spent your entire life training to fucking kill? She and like to, she was still killing like, moment. She wanted yeah. him to know it was her. Yeah. Like she wanted to kill him slowly. She yeah. wanted to torture him because she was psychologically scarred. I kind of get that. But then he disemboweled her with a chainsaw, but she didn't die. She like lived for a while after that. Yeah, it was Matter able fact, to like, she throw lived, a shotgun. <laughs> yeah, she was able to actually take aim. Like, you know, yeah. um, he he pretty much, yeah, he lifted her off of her feet and pretty much took out all of her organs but uh i guess her heart somehow kept beating <laughs> she was able <laughs> like to... she should have at least been like sitting there like trying to shove it all back in yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know it, there's not too like much she should have more... been holding she should have been holding a thing of guts from her side while like lifting the shotgun up and you just see like her intestines and shit falling out as she like shoots him she, wasn't even, she i don't even know if she was bleeding from the mouth <laughs> i'd have to go back and check it was but, uh, it was uh it was just a flesh wound yeah there's not too much to say um another good kill in that movie was um the uh the uh black kid who dies um he gets cleaved in the face and i pretty much thought that was the end for him and oh, then yeah, he yeah. gets up after being cleaved in the face and like his whole jaw is falling off but he gets up and like he like walks out of the house and is like walking in the rain and like he goes up to like try to get help and then the one guy finds him and like when he turns him around his whole like jawline is falling off like yeah. i thought that was kind of cool um yeah that's cool too I'm trying, I'm just trying to think of like some of like the uh, positives. To the yeah. <laughs> so, you know, hard to find a few. other than that scene, um, I enjoyed that uh, when the one girl was under the house. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't the girl that was in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, uh, wasn't she also an actress in Scream as well? Uh, yes. So it's the same and, actress yeah, in both same movies, actress. right? Yeah. And I yeah. think she was also the actress in the um, show Sneaky Pete. I think she was the klepto in Sneaky Pete. I'm yes. pretty sure it's yes. the same actress. But I enjoyed the one shot where she's like under the house and the chainsaw is just coming for her. Like, yeah. you know, oh, they, and he um, 
he uh, saws through, um, she's taking shelter under the sewage pipe, and he saws through the sewage line, and, and so all the shit, all the shit goes yeah. into her eyes and mouth. I kind of like that part. And then she, um, at the end, is like a gag. She gets like suddenly ripped out of the car when you think the two girls are going to get away and she gets decapitated by Leatherface as like a, a spoof at the end like you know uh, that was kind of hilarious Yeah, uh, I enjoyed that happening to her and he's just there like holding her head up <laughs> so the yeah. girl didn't say it and, like I mean I, I thought that like I did not see that coming no yeah I definitely enjoyed that, that, and that was but so overall cool. I would say like just find like a YouTube video and watch the kills and yeah. that's all you, you don't need to waste i mean it was a short movie that was a good thing about it but yeah it was um overall it, it, it i don't was, think it, yeah it was 123 minutes but that included opening and closing credits so yeah. i think that's under 90 minutes of uh total actual film time so yeah that was another i guess positive thing about the movie is that it wasn't very long yeah. So you didn't have to endure too much. Um, but uh, I don't really think there's too much more to add about that. No, not about that one. Uh, a good example of uh, a requel, at least in my opinion, was the uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Yeah. Now, now this is this is actually a very good quality requel. You know, um, we talked a bit about it in the last cast, so I don't have like too much to. Oh, um, I don't think we talked about it at all. I think we talked about talking about it, and you hadn't seen it left. That's how long it's been since we've done a cast. You know what? No, I'm pretty sure we covered it in the last. I could be wrong, but um, I'm pretty sure we did cover it. Now we're in kind of an awkward position right now because on the one hand if we did talk about it and we were to get into it and dissect it we are talking about something we've already covered now if we don't talk about it and we didn't cover it <laughs> we're in kind of a predicament so go ahead uh, say well, i mean say we don't need about. to go that in depth about <laughs> i just want to mention the the you know the good parts about it i mean in tone it is a completely different tone than the first two where they're mostly comedy you know comedy horror and this one's more of like a mystery with like a little bit of comedy but not that not nearly as much even with paul rudd in it like and yes he was, he funny, was excellent in it there were some funny moments like the movies he plays in the classrooms yeah, i love that child child's play, child's and, play then cujo. And, <laughs> and cujo that's it yeah and yeah. they all kind of foreshadow later on in the yeah. uh, movie so I thought that was really well done. And uh, yeah, I thought I didn't think he was going to be as uh, I mean, I love Paul Rudd and I, I wasn't expecting him to uh, be really good in that. But it also didn't focus on his character either. It focused on the children of Egon. Yeah. And then like even when the uh, original Ghostbusters do show up in the end, they don't like, you know, just come in and save the day. They come in and help out and it ends yeah. up being like a teamwork thing, but it's still ends up being like the kids who like save the day with their uh yeah smart ingenuity and uh and then even their tribute to egon i thought was fantastic like the uh how in the beginning they don't really show his face and then in the end they have like that the ghost egon i thought that was really awesome yeah no uh yeah i mean i was like i'm kind of like up in the air with that but like i mean you kind of had to give it to him because he wanted to re he wanted there to be a Ghostbusters three. 
Yeah, he's been wanting it for a everyone long time. Kind of, I, I everyone up. had kind I of signed. Up in that yeah, Honestly. everyone had kind of signed on to do it except for Bill Murray. Yeah. And I don't know at this point uh, if Bill Murray regrets his decision or not. Probably not. I mean, I don't I know that they had I remember that they had you correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure a script was made for there, I think there was like three three different ones and he kept turning it down. Yeah, like they kept Android they kept came out would write a script. He would give it to Bill Murray. Bill Murray would turn it down. He'd go back and like and, rewrite. Yeah. You could hear Dan Aykroyd talk about it over the years. Yeah. And then they finally did the Ghostbusters reboot with the, with all the chicks, and Bill Murray signed on to do a fucking cameo in that. Which and is I think that's correct. why they were able to bring him back for this new one. Because once uh, once he once Harold Ramis passed away, they were like, "All right, Bill Murray, like you got to come back for a fucking third one." Now so you think Dan up. Aykroyd and everybody else like sat him down and were just like, like you, killed Egon. "You killed him. <laughs> You're coming back to do this movie. God damn it! <laughs> you signed on to do that fucking reboot. You're signing on to do this one." Yeah, it was just yeah, we like, got a tribute to Egon. He's like, "All right, but yeah." But yeah. they're only in it for like a couple minutes. I mean, I mean that doesn't like, but that one doesn't ignore the second one because it opens. I mean, well, not opens, but um, when they call the number, uh, it goes to uh, Dan Aykroyd's, you know, a cult shop. Yeah, uh, raise raise a cult, raise a cults. So like that's in the second one. There's little references to the second one in there as well. But it was, it was more of a direct sequel to the first one because of the villain, and uh, and even bringing the the, the uh, gatekeeper and keymaster back and uh, yeah, that was that was really cool. I mean, yeah. I thought Paul Red and I can't. Oh God, I I love the actress, but her name uh, escapes me. Like I thought she did a, a great job as like the uh, you know the Sigourney Weaver of uh, the new one. Um, yeah, and she's Paul like Red the mom. Uh, Rick Moranis was his name that yeah, was yeah, yeah. I, you know I think that they weren't able to get him I think there might have been a couple key actors that they wanted for Ghostbusters 3 because uh he's dead now isn't he he's passed he's not available isn't he Rick Moranis no he just, he just retired to take care of his kids you, yeah I remember I, after still, Honey I Shrunk the Kid he um he had said after like the sequels and whatnot i remember uh he had basically said that like you know i'm financially sound like i just don't feel like working anymore <laughs> like i'm yeah. trying to raise a family and like i've made enough money where like i'm going to be comfortable so uh yeah like i can't the celebrity lifestyle and acting like it's just not for I me think I, I, see him, I think i saw him come back for a commercial yeah, something. no, he's done like cameos in movies too. Yeah. I think he has, but um, I'm not yeah, sure if he's still available. No, he's still alive. He's yeah. still available. Got it. Yeah, yeah, he's still around. But uh, yeah, maybe if they do another one, they can get him back. But uh, I do kind of like uh the post credit scene with Ernie Hudson like creating a franchise of like Ghostbusters in every city. Now I think that's a good way to take. It. That's what they should have done from from the beginning is done if they had done this one first and then they did the uh the reboot one and you just change the story up a little bit so they're just a you know it's all part of the same universe but they're just you know the, in a different city or something like that yeah you know I mean? yeah that, that would have been there. that would have been an and what they'd have to they'd obviously have to change the story a bit so they don't have to go through the whole like building the equipment again yeah and all that yeah but, uh, 
yeah, it could have worked. It could have worked a lot better if they'd done it that way first. Yeah, I mean, there's so many documentaries about the original Ghostbusters too, and about like um, all the extras that they had in it, and how like a lot of uh, the uh, filming was uh, done on people that didn't even know that they were in the movie. I mean, they had a ton of fun making that first movie, uh, yeah. Streets in New York. You know, it was uh, you know that was uh, that was really that was just really something. Uh, if you're ever interested, <laughs> go and check out the uh, documentary for the making of the first Ghostbusters. I mean, it's really, really, really interesting some of the things they did. Uh, it was a real feel-good movie, and I thought this one was a real feel-good movie, too. But, I mean, yeah. they, they all were, and there's been so many spin-offs of Ghostbusters from cartoons to fucking merchandise. I used to have the toys when I was a kid. Like, God. Yeah, the um, video games and even Oh, yeah. The, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, uh, yeah, you can go on YouTube and you can actually... I did not realize how many ghostbuster video games that there were and they announced a new one that's supposed to be kind of in the style of um you know it's like a 4v1 but it's like co-op and you're playing like you can play like against the like just a a computer and you're fighting ghosts you know in different locations and stuff like that like friday the 13th thing that they did kind of like that yeah yeah um but you like you can play like just the pc or you can like play a 4v1 where one of you plays as the ghosts so oh, gotcha oh yeah, yeah so it's like sort of like friday the yeah. 13th to that ring yeah. yeah yeah i kind of wish there was a single player aspect to it as well but you know what i mean because like i get tired of those 4v1 games pretty quickly yeah well i mean it depends like uh, it depends on the game i mean yeah yeah i'm a big uh, fan of co-op campaigns and i think they should do that with the Ghostbusters game where you can do a 4v1 co-op campaign. It'd be cool if there were more co-op campaigns that weren't based around first-person shooters, I think. Like, I'd like to see there be, like, some more, like, creative stuff because it seems like a lot of the uh, co-op campaigns in video games is, like, the first-person shooter. And I'd like to see more of the stuff like you're talking about, like Ghostbusters or the Friday the 13th where, like, you know, you're not shooting anybody. You're, like, uh, it's teamwork to figure out, like, you know, complex problems and critical thinking and stuff like that. Yeah, like, I, I like I like that idea. But um, yeah, the, I would say by far the reboot or recall or whatever we're calling it. Um, uh, Ghostbusters was, I mean, just on. I mean, it's you shouldn't even really compare them to <laughs> Scream and Texas Chainsaw. I mean, it was on another level. I mean, it was just like really well done. Uh, I think the only other one I'd be able to compare it to would be the new Candyman. Uh, yeah, but, yeah. I guess that is a requel, right? Yeah, because it yeah. does include the. Uh, it, it is kind of a direct sequel to the first one. Yeah, I, I mean, I like we talked about this. I know, um, but uh, I mean, I enjoy I enjoyed the can. I mean, it wasn't like a particularly great movie, but like I thought it did. Like um, I thought it did uh, a lot of justice to the original, and there was an interesting uh, you know take at the end that I did not really see coming. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that one. Uh, I enjoyed that one a lot, and I'm hoping I don't know if you know this. Uh, have they? Um, decided yes, to make a sequel. candy. It's okay. already been announced. Yeah, I believe they have already announced they're doing a sequel. So and so are that they doing that? And you had said uh, I we talked about a little bit before the cast, but Fright Night is coming back. 
So that would be like sort of a recall, right? Because there hasn't been a fright night in. Yeah, I, I mean, it depends on who they bring. It, who, it depends on who they bring in and and what, what they ignore. Started, the yeah. last one was the two fright night remakes that they did with one the first one with Colin Farrell and. Uh, how how long ago was that? Oh, I want to say like mid two thousands, maybe. All right, yeah. So it's been yeah. So it's been more than a decade. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, at least the first one was. I don't. I only remember the second one. Uh, yeah, I know. I, I know. I've seen them all. I can't. But I. I think the first yeah. one was in like an early eighties horror, and then um, the uh, the one. Yeah. Then there were a couple more in the eighties, and then yeah, there were the uh, remakes in the two thousands. But uh, yes, two thousand eleven and two thousand thirteen. Yeah. So two thousand eleven. All right. So it's been a yeah. little bit more recent than we thought. But yeah, about the. Uh, the last scream was in 2011 so yeah i mean about yeah. the same amount of time so it looks like um it looks like we're living in the era of the requels so i'm wondering yeah. what else they might try to bring back uh well i have a, a list of some that they have been announced spit them, like them out spit them out uh a new exorcist movie that's supposed to ignore oh, the other i one. did i did re i'm not sure if i really dig that i don't know i mean they kind of did a uh a sequel series with the uh, exorcist tv series Cause that that's technically a sequel to the first one. I never I never saw the TV series. It was interesting. I uh, know I know they tried they the last Exorcist movie that they did I saw and I thought it had like a very strong beginning and I was like oh wow like this might be going so it did not go anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the another one that they uh, had announced was a new Alien movie on top of the alien tv series that uh by the guy who did uh legion and fargo uh he's doing an alien se series for uh, fx on hulu and then they announced an alien 5 as well but i don't know where this is going to take place or anything like that yet um yeah i mean that's that's another thing i mean that franchise is just so beaten to death now like i did hear good things about the tv series i have not personally seen it but i did hear good things about it yeah. so um like well it hasn't, I, it hasn't come out yet but yeah but i've heard good i've heard like good yeah. things about it like it's supposed to like i heard that it's like really well done like so i haven't but like i i don't know i mean it's um wasn't uh who am i oh no i'm thinking of raised by wolves but uh yeah i mean i i heard it was like supposed to uh bring back sci-fi i know there's been a lot of hype around it so i mean i've heard good things about it but uh yeah i mean i really liked legion in the first couple seasons of, of fargo i didn't like the last season of legion i um, oh really i love the last season of no I, I did not like it i mean all, I, I really liked um, my favorite character from the Legion series was um, Aubrey Plaza's character. Yes. And she uh, is really not a part of the third season, except for like one episode. She Her character kind of dies off like in a very grim fashion. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's what kind of like killed. Um, I'm not sure why that happened. I don't know if she had a conflict or something or just wasn't feeling it. But, I just uh, think it was part of the story, honestly. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. But that's her her character was my favorite so when they got rid of her pretty much killed it for me but uh what else uh and then the other one that's uh supposedly in the works still is the uh, robocop returns 
which is supposed to be a sequel to the original that's kind of been in the works for a while as well. There was a RoboCop series too. Yeah. That they did, I think, a couple seasons of. And yeah, I tried to watch a little bit of it and it was not working out for me. I think they actually did like three seasons of it. I think it like think they did two different series of oh, it. Was two, one was just two separate series. I think, yeah, I think one was just called Robocop the series, and then they did another one called Robocop Prime Directives. So I think it was two different ones, as well as the cartoon. With green light, to, was it at the? It wasn't. They no, weren't. Like, it was, no, it was no. It was like at a, the same time. All right. One got one had got canceled, and it was like a year or two later. Then they brought it back again. Yeah, let's like figure out like what to do. Yeah, I, I just remember it being really bad. I'm. I know I tried to watch all of it. I believe the original series is all on YouTube because I had started watching a little bit of it as like background. Like YouTube I did that TV, with or like they just dropped it for free on YouTube. It's just on YouTube, yeah, okay. uh, regular YouTube. Uh, I had also found the uh, Total Recall series that was on Showtime. Uh, I found that all on YouTube as well. I mean, the oh, quality really? is really bad, but it has like some interesting like stories and concepts and stuff. They uh, well, they did that with um Stargate. They uh they made a series of Stargate with the well, there was two. They made one was on Showtime, and the the it had one season of it that was like pretty decent with the guy that uh played MacGyver, and yeah. then they oh, he's like all over it. Yeah, yeah, and then that ended on Showtime, and then they came out with something called like Stargate SG One, I think it was called, and that was just a bunch of nonsense. I think the Stargate SG One is what the series was. Oh, so the Stargate SG One yeah. was like the kind of good one, and then yeah, and then they had made a bunch of other ones. Like there's an Atlantis one. Oh yes, yes. They, they did yeah. a bunch of spinoffs of that. I mean, that series is is going pretty strong, so I can't can't really hate it but yeah there's kind of, stargate it's still going uh i i'm not sure at this time because it's been forever since i've watched any stargate related. <laughs> yeah. uh but i mean there's so many spinoffs like i don't well, even know i know that the one what the one that had the character uh the classic macgyver character uh yeah i can't think of the actor's name but i know that uh from what i remember of that there was some humor in that like there, oh, yeah. there, there was like there was like some human so it was like a it was interesting because like there was like some joking around i i don't know like it was supposed to be mainly serious but it was like funny too so i mean that was kind of cool yeah um sorry yeah there's that's a web series stargate origins a animated series stargate infinity then there's sg1 which is the original series then there's Atlantis that was 2004 to 2009, and then uh, Stargate Universe, which was 2009-2011. Yeah, so, a lot of Stargate out there. So yeah, I guess it's been a while since there's been any. Um, well, you know, the I mean, I could see, I could see, well, I mean, I could see that being, uh, I could see that being rebooted easily, especially with all the um, hype that there has been about like UFOs and stuff like that. Um, I could see, I could see that there would be a very uh, strong audience for that. So who the fuck knows? Yeah, there's been a couple like straight to DVD movies as well, but they've all been, they were all way back. Uh, so yeah, I guess the last thing that they did was the um, the animated series, and they're they're looking to reboot it now. I think uh, 
since MGM owns that, that's all Amazon now. Since oh, Amazon no. just bought MGM for like eight point five billion dollars. Yeah, I know. I'm not. I'm not going <laughs> get a little too off topic. But um, yeah. is there any other ones that you want to discuss? Uh, no, I mean, there's a new Predator, but that's going to be a prequel to the uh, original. I think that comes out in the summer on Hulu. Um, that's wait. That's um, a movie or a series. A movie. A movie. Yeah, and it's going to be a prequel to the original 1986-87 movie, right? Yeah, this one's just called Prey, and it takes place like um, back in the Native Americans, and it's like that. It's Predator oh. hunting. Oh, okay. So that no, that's going to be interesting because um, in the Predator comics of the early 90s, um, the comics have the Predator uh, back in like the age of like um, Pirates of the uh, Caribbean and stuff like that. Yeah. And the Predator actually like hunts like pirates on the ships and actually um, uh, just real quick at the end of Predator 2, when the Predator takes the gun out of his belt, that's like yeah, a it's Civil rep, War gun. And yeah. he throws it to Danny Glover. That gun is actually from the comic. Um, Predator was on board like a pirate ship and he was going to square off and fight this pirate one on one when some asshole comes up and like kills the pirate he was going to fight. So, like, the pirate, as he was dying, like, gave Predator the gun and said, take it. And he, you know, took it. And I guess predators live like a really long time because it was like the same predator hundreds of years later. And, uh, you know, he, I mean, you would never have known that unless you like read the comics, which I had not, I had found out about later on when I was looking into the war, but, uh, you know, that was interesting. But anyway, yeah, the one so thing I like about the, uh, predator, uh, uh <laughs> franchise over the alien franchise is like the timeline with alien franchise is such a mess because like uh they did the alien vs predator movies which go back to the past then they did prometheus and alien covenant uh, which like, yeah. kind of ignore those but then when you go to the predator franchise it's like each predator movie kind of sometimes they can't they can't ignore the other ones and they just set them anywhere and it's just a new predator you know yeah. hunting people so like it's not so you can ignore the uh the shitty one that came out a few years ago and only focus on the good ones yeah like, i mean I, I despite the fact that i did hear positive things about this um series you can like uh, look it up online there's a lot of information about it um uh, despite the fact i've heard positive i really i'm a fan of like predator like redeeming itself after what happened a few years ago that we won't speak of but um I, I really like to see the alien franchise just kind of come to an end i just really think it's been beaten with a stick like way too much maybe like down the line like 10 years from now or something like that like reboot it for a new generation you know what i mean because like the there's a lot of lore if you ever watched the making of the first alien movie like where where they came up with the design for the alien like they really did their um they really did their homework and went all the way back to like drawings from like the Aztecs and shit like that. So there's a lot of like cool information about it. Like um, if you ever check out the documentary, but uh, I I'd really like to see the alien franchise come to an end, at least for now, but or do know, something you know. different. Hopefully I think this new one's <sighs> supposed to take place in like the near future. So it's not, so it's set kind of before the other ones. 
Dude, but the like, Prometheus thing, and then place, whatever but... the fuck the other one was. Uh, I, uh, man, it just really fucking fucked things up for me. And I think yeah. it did throw a lot. Prometheus was not well received, nor was the sequel to Prometheus. So, Alien Covenant, uh, yeah. Yeah, dude, just. I prefer uh, Prometheus over uh, Covenant. At least there's some interesting stuff in Prometheus. I don't want. Uh, do you have anything else? <laughs> no, that's that's it. That's all I that's all I had. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, you know, thank you for tuning in or not tuning in, whatever the fuck. Um, sorry it's been so long since we did this cast, man. I've been like massively busy, but uh we're probably gonna be doing more, hopefully more frequently soon, and then uh coming to YouTube maybe sometime in the not too distant future or maybe in the distant future who knows yeah maybe this summer we'll yeah. see yeah uh, possibly I'm this off, summer i'm off next not next not this week but the following week but i'll be out of town so we won't be able to do one till may oh yeah but, you're going uh, on a vision quest yeah yes good luck, uh, good, luck, <laughs> good luck to you on your solo adventure all right well uh thanks for joining us and now uh, we'll catch you in uh at about a month all right cheers take care everybody